Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, the guy who's there so much, they may change his last name to Mara. And he also does camera work for Brian Baldinger now, Chris Bizignano. What's up, Chris? <laughs> What's going on, Jerry? <laughs> I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, nice job by you. Bald- <laughs> yeah, Baldinger was, uh, he was a guest today, you know, checking out the Giants camp, and Really good dude. How, you know, talked a lot of great football with him. He was with me most of the, of the practice. And, yeah, how that came about is that he wanted to put something on his Twitter and just said, hey, Chris, can you hold this? You just record me? Huh? Okay, Brian, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you sort of rest. So, um, yeah, listen, a lot of good insight from Balding or what he's, you know, what he saw out there and doing practice and uh, guys he liked and all that. So, uh, yeah, good stuff from him. You know his breakdowns. You know, nobody does it better than him. The guy just... He just lives for football. It's amazing how some athletes, man, they played in the NFL. And most athletes, when they retire, are not into it anymore. They watch it, whatever it might be, you know. But here's a guy that, you know, the enthusiasm. You know, he just absolutely loves the sport, loves looking at film, loves breaking it down for everybody. So it was just a good time with him. You know, he he started off on Comcast years ago. When I first got married, I remember, I would put on Comcast on, like, Thursday nights. So sometimes they had Ray Lucas on. They had Brian Baldinger, and, and what a long way he's come, right? He was a local, like, Philly guy. And I remember, oh, yeah, I think he played for the Phillies, the Cow- I'm sorry, the Eagles, the Cowboys. And um, now he's, he's Mr. Film. It's, uh, it's pretty cool, right? And, and you, uh, you know, to be able to do the film work for him on Twitter even, it was funny, your tweet. He said, oh, yeah, the film work by me. So uh, nice job. Good stuff, buddy. Yeah, yeah, it was a good day. It was, it was a lot of fun talking to him. You learn a you know, you learn so much from these guys. It's uh, it's uh, unbelievable. So there was a uh, a scrimmage last night. You want to get into that first? Yeah, yeah. I guess everybody wants to hear about that. I, you know, I um, did a little summation. I put it on the Giant Insider website before of things that I saw. You know, yeah. um, uh, listen, Jerry, it was um, it was good. Yeah, and it was bad. You know. Yeah. Um, and listen, Judge came out afterwards. And uh, talked about a lot of the pressure being, you know, uh, because of vanilla type offense. But mm-hmm. that's Judge being nice about it because a lot of guys got beat one on one. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with vanilla type offense. You right, know? right. Uh, Andrew Thomas struggled. Yeah. Uh, he's been struggling with Lorenzo Carter all camp. Now, now that's, I guess, the positives, the, half, the, the glass half full side of that could be maybe Lorenzo Carter's coming into his own. Yes. Um, I, I your, your tweets were hilarious. It was like, wow. Uh, Carter with four sacks now. I, I'm just like, I'm watching us like, this is unbelievable. And everyone's talking about it. So maybe Carter's coming into his own, but the yeah. other side of that is like I you agree. said, Thomas might be struggling. So Robert's yeah, absolutely. Struggling. You're a hundred percent correct. Yeah. It's to me, Carter's had a real strong camp. Yeah. And I, and I, and I kind of said, I, I expect big things out of him. Now I said that last year, was, <clears> he, he was disappointing yeah. in that aspect, but I'm going to say it again this year and we'll see what happens. But he was a beast last night. He, he was in the backfield the whole night, and he gave Andrew Thomas fits. He also beat Cameron Fleming. He beat uh, Tololo. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I I had him at five, and then I kind of broke it down at the half, the so-called half. Well, it was a halftime. They actually yeah, went right. in the lock. They simulated a real game. Um, and it was like, you know what? I gave a half sack to Leonard Williams, the other one. So it was actually four and a half. But anyway, point being, he was in the backfield all night. I was happier to see that, that Leonard Williams got a half a sack, too. Yeah, like, listen, him, Dexter Lawrence, they yeah. were active. Yeah. Um, the defense, as you as you will see later on tonight when you're watching it on NBC, um, was in the backfield all night, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, which is a good sign yeah. for the defense. And now you look at the offense and you say, well, if this is happening now, what is the number one sack total team from a year ago going to do in 15 days? <laughs> it's going to have to be one hell of a scheme. <laughs> Right. So, listen, this this is where coaching comes in. You have to yeah. do different things. Right. Right? Right. Garrett's not showing that last night. He's not doing certain things that are going to offset their rush. Okay? Yep. yep. But I'm just looking at it like, okay, well, let's go. Jones drops back in a pocket. Does he have time? Yes or no? And all that. That's all I'm talking about from right. last night's scrimmage. And he was under pressure a lot of times. Now, I put something on the website uh, on my summation. Yeah. Jones lost the ball last night. Twice, right? Well, once. Carter came in, poked okay. it out. Okay. The rest said, oh, it was a sack, no fumble, because it was scrimmage day. Got you know? it, got it, right. But it was a fumble. Yeah. Okay, he, you know, he kind of stepped up a little bit. Jones reached out, kind of touched Jones, and kind of stripped it. Yeah. Poked it out. It would have been a fumble in a real game. Yeah. 
I mean, this was the issue last year with Jones. We all know that. And one scrimmage, and the ball's on the turf. So, Jerry, <laughs> he has to clean this up. Yeah. Because if he has another season of 15 fumbles and nine turnovers, the vultures are going to circle, brother. Yeah, and this is something we talked about. Everybody talks about it, and, and you'd hope that he would clean this up. And it was the one, one of the biggest concerns with him was how do you clean this up at the pro level? How do you stop fumbling? If you have a fumbling problem and a turnover problem, that's something that kind of keeps going with you. Now, he's incredibly accurate. We've seen the film from that the Giants have put out, that he's been accurate as hell during camp, exactly. yep. lively arm. But when he gets hit, the ball comes out. And, and we're not picking on the kid, but this is a reality. If he doesn't clean this up, this is going to be a problem going forward. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. Couldn't yeah. agree with you more. Yeah. And if he doesn't clean this up, and this happens again this season, people are going to be like, well, you know, you might think he's a franchise quarterback, but franchise quarterbacks don't put the ball on the turf 15, 17 times. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, now, one positive, he did take off once last night uh, under siege again. Yeah. did take off once last night, and he did slide right. feet first. Right. So, he's, he's, you know, that's a positive. You don't want to see him reaching forward trying to get that extra yard, and that's when balls come out. Now, Evan Ingram didn't play last night, right? And one of the things somebody put out that he was talking, Judge was talking to him right away. Why did they hold him out? You, do you th- or can you comment on that or no? Yeah. Well, Judge okay. told us afterwards that, you know, he's had a heavy workload. They just wanted to ease his workload. They and and the reason everybody, I asked Chris, honestly, why, if he can comment on it is because things are different this year. So that's why I'm seriously asking. So it was yeah. a, a workload issue. Okay. Yeah, well, co- no, Judge said it was a workload issue. Yeah. And now he, you know, he did have the pads on and all that. He was on the sideline. But he didn't obviously, well, you'll find out tonight, well, you know, and you've everybody found out from tweets and everything that, you know, he didn't play a snap. Yeah. Uh, Judge said he's fine. Right. Um, and he just wanted to ease the kid's workload because he's coming back from an injury. And, he, and it has been a heavy, listen, he has received a ton of snaps in practice. Mm-hmm. So, listen, I just found out this morning, we got notified this morning in the media that there is another blue-white scrimmage game Thursday. Yep. For an hour and a half. So, we'll see um, if he laces him up, you know, and plays Thursday, okay? I don't think there's any. I haven't seen any indication that anything's wrong with Ingram. Now, that being said, if you want to stay in the injury front a little bit, Blake Martinez wasn't there last night. You had, you had a good tweet this morning too, buddy. I think it was this morning or last night. Or... That was actually last night. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you why. You know, so we asked Judge last night again, yeah. what's the story with Blake? Right. And once again, Judge said, well, I got to check with the trainer, get back to me on that. Now, we all know he's full of crap. Mm-hmm. All right, it's three days he's injured now. We all know Judge knows everything that's going on with him. Now, I understand he doesn't want to talk about injuries. I understand that. A lot of coaches don't talk about injuries. Mm-hmm. Fine. Mm-hmm. But there's a way of talking about injuries, and there's a way. And when you have your defensive ca- – well, he's probably going to be a captain. He's definitely going to be the signal caller. He's going to be the key to his defense, right? Mm-hmm. And you te- you keep telling us, well, I got to check with the trainer. No, you know what, coach? You got to give us a little more than that. Right. Now, I'm not saying it, it's the exact injury. If, even if you want to call it a lower body like you did with Donnay Holmes. Right. Or, you know, or, or he's got a knee, like Shermer used to say. Or yeah. he's got a knee. Or he's yeah. got de- you got to give us something because, you know, this is a key player on the team. Right. Uh, to me, it's like annoying now. He's not there. So, obviously, it's a little bit more than just I got to check with the trainer. You know, so, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, you're a head coach in the NFL, and, and, I, and I'm not saying you got to give the media everything. Trust me. I'm not saying that. But this is like going on to day three now, day four, and you can't keep saying, I got to check with the trainer. You got to give us something, man. Yeah. Because you know why? Because we're the media, and we have a responsibility to give the fans something. Right. right. That's what we do. Right. Not a good point, okay. Chris. It, it, and it is, as a fan, it's frustrating. It's this is that, you know, we talked about this early on. This is that Patriot, Alabama, Saban, Belichick thing. And if you're winning, okay. But games haven't started yet. So when things like this happen, it is frustrating. As a fan, I sit here and say, well, this this prized free agent that we got that I hear so many good things about is tackling and he's not playing now and not practicing. And the coach isn't giving anything. So it is frustrating. Yeah, it, it, it's so, you know, I was driving home last night, taking the Zoom with mm-hmm. Judge. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, so we we wrapped it up with the Zoom. And, and I'm driving home 
And I'm the more I'm thinking about it, the more I was getting annoyed. Yeah. Now, if you want to go the hockey route, which they've done the last three, four years, everything's upper body, lower body, middle, right. behind the behind the ear. You know, everything's like you know, vague, right? Right. Uh, okay. So you know what? If you want to do that, yeah. fine. I get it. I, I'm not here to say give me the exact specific diagnosis right. and all that crap. Right. But you have to say something. Right. So, uh, like you said, dude, it, don't start with the show because Sherman was like this a lot too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's this, that, you know, uh, you know, very vague. Oh, okay, fine. But he is the newcomer here. He is going to be the leader of this defense. Um, you got to give us something, Coach. Uh, so we'll see what, listen, this practice tomorrow, we'll see how this plays out. But sooner or later, you got to come on and tell us what's going on with your prize free agent. Am the, I wrong? The, the only, I guess, I don't say happiness, I guess, but the only reason I'm not freaking out over it too much is because when it's more serious, like Mayo's, McKinney's unfortunately they lost this week it seems to be right away foot uh, broken foot um, torn meniscus out this many days what scares me with Martina you know it's obviously not that serious I would think but what scares me is like hamstring or something like that where it's just gonna linger and I dude I'm speculating but I'm guessing because we don't have anything else to go by so I just don't want it to be something that you know isn't serious but also doesn't linger um, for you know, three to four to six, eight weeks, whatever it is. Right. I mean, listen, say, for instance, it was a hamstring. Yeah. A lot of coaches, even though they know it's a little more serious, they'll say, well, he's got a little hammy issue going on. Yeah. You know? Right. But meanwhile, they know he's going to be out for, you know what I mean? But they'll just tell us it's a little hammy. Let's see how it works out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not even that. So so he's leaving the whole fan base in mystery. Like, well, what could it be? Right. Did it happen during a practice? Did it happen away from the field? Is it a hamstring? Is it a shoulder? Uh, you know, see, Jerry, you brought up McKinney and Mayo. And the reason why you can't play CIA with that is because they right. were having surgery the Ex next day. Exactly. Right. So you can't hide that. You right. know what I mean? Right. So, but the thing is, like you just said, what if it's a hamstring? What if it's a four to six hamstring injury? Do we know that? Right. I'll be looking at Martinez for the Steelers. Or what's going on? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, listen, uh, I understand Judge comes from that you know, saving mentality and all that. But, you know, you you still have to give something. And now it's two days. That I gave him day one when he said, I got to check with the trainer. Okay, <laughs> right. you know, fine. But after a scrimmage, which yeah. was a game-like situation, and he's nowhere to be found, and 48 hours later you're telling us, oh, I got to check with the trainer, and I'll let you know. That's not going to fly here, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, I don't, I don't want to talk about the doom and gloom, but losing McKinney, uh, that you know, I just want to go back to that because that happened before the scrimmage, obviously. Losing Mayo for some time, mm. it hurts. Um, I thought of him still as a reserve. I think he would still end up behind Connolly unless Connolly's really not ready. But then again, I was reading your, your notes this morning. Um, but McKinney, losing McKinney, that that's painful because he was probably going to start at free safety. Now Julian Love, who was going to play an integral part and at three safety position or, or even in the slot or wherever they could line him up. Now he's, he's the free safety. How much of a loss is that for this defense, Chris, based on what you've seen? Well, it's a big loss because yeah. I tell you why McKinney looked really good in camp. Yeah. You know, and, and they had that three safety set at time with McKinney love and peppers where they could do so many different things. Right. McKinney could cover. He's a good cover safety. You know, he could cover. Love could cover. Pep is in a box a lot, all that stuff. I'm not going to get into too much, you know, what their schemes are. But, you know, that three safety look was really a solid look. Yeah. They could do, Graham could do so many things. And now you take out a key element of that until Thanksgiving, probably, you know. Um, and now you got to do different schemes, you know. And, and and it, it, like I said, it reminded me of the 2011 a bit. And, and I haven't seen it yet. But it reminded me of what they had in 11 with Deion Grant, Entrell Roll, Kenny Phillips. It's the last time they had a three-headed safety like that that was um, integral with their defense. This would have been a lot of fun to watch. Like you said, we have mm -hmm. to wait now until, unfortunately, Thanksgiving probably. Yeah, I mean, the kid, listen, the kid has been everything as advertised. Yeah. He's always around the ball. Yeah. He, he's he's got to pick this camp. He could have had two more. Yeah. Okay? Um, he could cover a little bit. He could, uh, not a little bit. He could cover. I shouldn't say. Let me, yeah, let, me, let me get that out of there. Not a little bit. The kid could cover. Yeah. You know? He plays... Do you remember after the combine when I, when I was saying all the time the kid plays faster than his stupid shorts time in the combine in, in Annapolis? I love that, yes. Right. And 
That's exactly what you saw yeah. during practices. The kid plays. The kid has game speed. Yeah. Big difference than in the shorts, you know, indoors and in the RCA dome. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and now we, now it's a big blow. The kid yeah. was going to be a huge part of this defense, and now he's out for November. It looks like hopefully, you know. So, staying with the secondary. I- Obviously, huge issues with Beal uh, not playing. Uh, Baker, who the hell knows what's going to happen with him. Not asking you who was starting, obviously, buddy. Uh, but how did they look? Um, how did the corners look last night? Well, look, um, there was a lot of pressure on Jones. So that kind of <clears throat> camouflaged some of the things. Now, yeah. listen, Bradbury played well, had a nice breakup. Well, kind of ball kind of came up short a little bit, but he was in position, hit him in the back. Um, he got beat one. You know, listen, Bradbury is is a solid, is a nice corner. He's a solid corner, but he's not a pro bowler. So if any Giant fans think you're gonna, you're getting, you know, St- St- Stephen Gilmore out there, you're not. Yeah. He's gonna get beat. Yeah. He's a nice corner. He's a good. He's a solid corner. He's not a pro bowl corner. Yeah. When we got him, I think everybody was, you know, the like, oh, we got a lockdown. No, we have a starter, right? We have a, a, a legitimate a starter. starter, right? He's a solid starter. He's not a lockdown. And don't, right. I, I don't want to hear. Oh, yeah, some good games against Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah, I know that, but he's not a lockdown corner. I've seen him get beat numerous times in his camp. Yep. Okay. Couple by undrafted free agents. Right? So he's a nice corner. He's going to do some good things for you. But don't think you got one side of the field locked down with Bradbury. You don't. Yeah. Uh, now, look, Corey Valentine has seen a lot of reps, quality reps, I'll call them. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably going to be on the other outside. He's had a pretty decent camp. They right. like him. Good. You know? And obviously, the, you know, the kid, the draft pick, Donnie Holmes, has really flashed. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. You could throw him on the outside sometimes. You could flash him. In, you could fl- throw him in the, on the slot. The kid has really played well. He plays bigger than his size. Yeah. You know. But Jerry, here's the bottom line, dude. I'm going to tell you this right now. Okay. The pressure is going to be key for the Giants' defense. If they don't get pressure in this pocket, on in the pocket on opposing quarterback, especially if Ben is 100% ready to roll in a couple weeks, uh, 15, whatever the hell it is, right? <clears throat> two weeks from Monday, right? Yep. If they don't get pressure on these guys, the secondary is going to get lit up, dude. Oh, God. They're going to have major issues on the back end. Is it now, because of inexperience, Chris, or is it just because of a... Well, Jerry, mm-hmm. it's inexperience of Corey Ballantyne, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, he played in the slot when he played last year. Yeah. Totally out of position. He says he likes playing the slot. That's nice, but you're not seeing the slot. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Don't go back. He's going to be on the outside. <laughs> right. Okay. They got some kid, Jaron Williams. I mean, they got some unproven guys that are playing out there, dude. Yeah. Okay. You got Donnie Holmes. He kid looks really good, but we don't. Let's see what happens when. I hate to use this. I, I absolutely hate to use this term, but I, you know, we'll use it because the NFL uses it when the bullets fly. Okay. Yeah, right, right, right. I hate to use that, but I will use it because that's what How about when the, light, when the lights go on? How about, that? How about when the lights go on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. nice. So when the lights go on, we'll see. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Um, like I said, Bradbury's going to do a lot of good things. He's going to get beat too. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, and Patrick Graham, you looked at the scrimmage last night, and he emphasized pressure. I'm not going to tell you exactly what he was doing blitz-wise. Good. But let's put it this way. He was emphasizing pressure. And that's very good sign to me. You know, he obviously looks at this and says, well, we're going to have to work on these blitz schemes because if we rush four guys, you know what I mean, and they're not getting there, we're going to get torched in the back end. So you mentioned Dexter Lawrence having a good game and and having a very active camp. You see him on on the, like I said, on the film, tripping up Barkley, talking smack to him. You love it because this kid's going to be really good. Yeah. But you have to think about it. You have Williams, Lawrence, um, Tomlinson probably starting. I, I would imagine. I don't know. But I'm going to name everybody. And then you got B.J. Hill on the line and McIntosh. Then you got, you know, Golden, Fackrell, um, Martinez if he's healthy, Connolly, um, X. X-Man, uh, Carter. Do they have the talent? All With all those guys, Chris, does Graham have the talent to get a pass rush going? I, I really believe he does. Okay. I really believe he has the talent to get pressure. Right. Okay? 
And of course, we all know pressure. You know, just because you get four quarterbacks, you you might get four sacks in a game, okay, right. Jerry? Yep. But then the other thirty-six attempts by the quarterback, he's back there reading a book and throwing a ball. Yeah. So those four sacks were nice, but it's the consistent pressure of the pocket. Right. That's what you know disrupts quarterbacks. That gets them off their dime, gets them off their spot. Yeah. That's key. You know. So I I I think they have the personnel to get pressure on the quarterback. I, you know, like you just mentioned, Dexter Lawrence, I mean, I, I expect a huge year out of this kid. Yeah. You know, I, I expect pressure up the middle with him. I do. Okay. I think the, the Lorenzo Carters, I think the X, is, well, X still needs a lot of work, but I think the X's and Golden had a sack last night. Yeah. You know, Kyle Frackwell maybe add some things. Um, you know, I, I think they will ha- do have the talent. No, 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 I'm not saying they have the talent to be a 50 sack team. I'm not saying that. But I think they have the talent to be a 30-sack team and get some pressure. Consistent pressure. You know what I mean? Yeah. They get some pressure, get these quarterbacks in that pocket moving around. Well, there was you a know? clip so, online that the Giants put out of, of, of Jones completing a long pass. I think it was to Shepard. But right before mm-hmm. he did, you saw Dexter Lawrence so, just launch Kevin Zeitler out of the way. And Zeitler's yeah. a big dude. Zeitler's good. Yeah. But Lawrence is so damn strong. And you have to think, like, you, you want him to be our – I'm not asking him to be Aaron Donald, but you want him to be our Fletcher Cox. You know, you want to be our guy who's going yep. to be there for a long time, kind of the anchor of that that line, and you build around him. Yeah, he's so damn athletic for his size, man. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, I know Gettleman caught a lot of heat. Oh, you know, oh, what did you draft this kid for? Is that a sack guy? Yeah, no, he's not a 10 sack. He's not a Donald sack guy. But he played his last year in Clemson with one foot. Yeah. He had two and a half sacks last year. Got right. some pressures. I expect that to increase this year. The right. kid is the, like you just said. I didn't even see that, by the way. You said you saw something. Throw him aside, like he wasn't him. like it was me or you trying to block right. him. Well, you know what? In the scrimmages, in the practices that they hit a little bit. Yeah. And you saw it last night in a game like situation. Yeah. He's been doing that all camp, dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's been running down Barkley on screens from behind. I saw that. Oh, uh, you know, uh, you know, he's giving. The interior guys fits Hernandez, yeah. Gates, yeah. you know, uh, those guys. Um, so this kid, uh, this kid, you expect big things out of this kid. I'm telling you. Good. You know, and expect big things out of Low Carter. You know, That's you saw last time. Look, I, I, I've been saying it. <laughs> Watch Carter. I said it last year. I think yeah. Carter's okay. Okay. Uh, I ate my words a little bit. He didn't have the I thought. I'm going to say it again, Jerry. I could be wrong again. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think you got a little flash of it last night. Now, I understand him against Andrew Thomas and all that crap. But I think you got a flash of it last night that he's going to be an active, active linebacker. Well, I'm not I'm not break, busting your stones here, but Banks likes him. And um, you, you would have to think and you would hope that Graham is putting him in positions, in a position where he can really utilize his talent uh, better than Betcher did. Uh, I, I don't understand that square peg, round hole, like this is my scheme and these guys will fit to it. I hate that as a, a coach. I hate that watching football. I, you have to look. At, and I always thought of Dan Reeves that way. Like, oh, this is my plan and you're going to fit it. And I think you have to take the talents of your players. And it's exactly what Judge said. Mm-hmm. And put them in pos- the best position for them to succeed. And maybe they're doing that with Carter now. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see when the game starts. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, it's it's a good sign. You know, uh, Graham... This is his defense. You know, he kind of mentioned that last year in Miami, it was sort of like Flores' vision. Yeah. You know, I thought that was real interesting when Graham said that last week in the media, uh, to the media. I thought that was really interesting when he said that, yeah, my defense is a little, a lot of Brian Flores' vision. Yeah. Um, and now this defense, Judge is like, hey, Pat, this is you, your show. You run it. Good. Uh, so you're going to see diff- – so, you know, a lot of that stuff you saw in Miami last year, a lot of people like to watch film and, oh, this is what Graham does and all. Throw that out the window, brother. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know, I see what Graham is doing. I know exactly what he's going to do come Pittsburgh, and we'll talk about it after week one. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> I would love to tell you exactly what Graham is going to be doing. I know exactly what he's going to be doing, but I can't. That's the rules this year. I'm sorry. But I promise, Jerry. Once that Steeler game comes and now everything is on film, there'll be no more. Hey, you can't talk about these schemes and like that. And just so you guys know how serious we're taking this, I'm even careful of the questions I'm asking Chris because I don't want Chris to say, 
what are you trying to get me kicked out? <laughs> so. Right. The NFL, uh, not just the Giants, the NFL is taking it very seriously, but talk about personnel groupings and schemes and all that because they will launch your media credential. They will take it from you <laughs> if you put it on social media. And, and they're not kidding. So that's yeah. just the way it is this year because there's nothing on film and all that. So, hey, you got to play by the rules. That's the way they want it. Yeah. So, but we will talk about it. And obviously, Jerry, after that Monday night game, what Graham likes to do, what and what you everybody saw that Monday night. But, um, listen, this is Graham's defense. Uh, it seemed to me, Jerry, that mm-hmm. he wanted to do some, maybe some other things, but Flores wanted to do his thing at certain times. So, a lot of what you saw in Miami thought mm-hmm. it out the window because Graham, this is his defense. And he's going to put his imprint on it, and you'll start seeing it against the Steelers. I saw, I saw it last night, dude. All I could say is, Jerry, I think people are going to be pretty happy with. That's what, what I was going to ask. Is it worth getting excited over? I think people are going to be happy what he wants to do. Um, he's he's a pretty aggressive guy. Good, awesome. And you Chris, can draw your conclusions from that. Go ahead. Before we get over to the offense, uh, we have a new sponsor, guys. It's summertime, and at my bookie, that can only mean one thing: it's winning season. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means free bets, super contests, survivor, and more. At my bookie, winning season is all about your chance to win big. Bet the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, UFC, and then some. The craziest sports summer of your lifetime is here. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Invest in your intuition. When I first read that, I thought it said invest your tuition. No, guys, don't do that. <laughs> invest in your intuition. No, Select from hundreds that. of future bets, or you can bet games in real time with my bookies live betting. Put that big brain of yours to good use. Enter the code G-I-A-N-T and double your first deposit. New players get up to 1000 in free play. Designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Thousands of cross-sports wagers, props, and parlays await. Sign up now to bet with the best and celebrate your victory. Again, enter... Promo code G-I-A-N-T. Your winning season begins today only at my bookie. So the offense, um, let's stay away from the negatives, and, and we've, we've kind of talked about that. There's a guy who's getting your attention, and your quote was, every time I think he's a flash in the pan, he seems to make more plays. Mm. David so, Sills, yeah. Yeah, so, <clears throat> uh, I, you know, he has a golden opportunity uh, yeah. to be the fourth receiver on this team. As of right now, do you think he makes the team? Well, he didn't help himself last night. Okay. Um, he has had a great camp. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, listen, things happen, you know, but he had a drop in the end zone last night. He had another drop. I, uh, it was like around his knees, ankle, yeah. between the ankles and the knee. I thought he could have came down with it, but he dropped it. Whatever. I'm not going to really get on him over that. Mm-hmm. Had a catch. Um, but listen, the kid has flashed the whole camp. So we're not going to say, okay, he's done because he – didn't have the best scrimmage, okay? Yeah, yep. Um, but he didn't help, help himself last night. But listen, he, he has a great he, – he's 6'3", okay? Mm-hmm. The Giants need size. We've talked about it over and over again for about two years now. Right. The kid has made numerous grabs in the end zone on, on little back shoulder fades in practices where Jones has thrown up, and he's gone up and got it. Showing okay? good speed, though, too, right? Yeah, the kid's got speed. Yeah. All right? So, yeah, I think he's going to – right now – Yes, he's going to make it, you know. Yeah. Um, Corey Coleman has really played well the last week or so. Yeah. He, he, he had a nice little scrimmage last night. I expect Good. him totally. Yep. You know, and uh, I expect Sills as of right now um, to also make this. Yeah, they're probably going to keep, I mean, I would imagine six receivers. I would expect six, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not, not a given, you know, the given Victor who has flashed, you know, at times. Yeah. They're giving him Austin Mack serious looks. And, and another kid I put out there today in the article, you know, every time – I'm in camp three weeks now, right? Yeah. And every time I see this 18 kid make a play, <laughs> as usual, I got to look down my roster. Who the hell is this again? <laughs> yeah. And it turns out it's C.J. Board. Yeah. You know, and me being a buffoon, about 15 times I got to keep looking at my roster. <laughs> Who the hell is yeah. this 18? It's funny how some numbers just don't yeah. stick. And yeah. even last night, like an absolute yeah. and complete blowhole that I am, <laughs> I have Montridge, Monte Hardridge returning a punt. I see yeah. 18, and I automatically, and I said to myself, and then it was it was bored again, returning punts. Anyway, right. the kid has made plays the whole camp. Right. You know, uh, he made some plays again last night. Now, now, Judge gave him a very, very good look at returning punts. Yep. He muffed one. 
that Austin Mack recovered, kind of saved his butt. Mm-hmm. And he also, you know, received a punt inside the five, which is really a no-no, you know? Right, right. So that was a mistake. Yeah. But he makes plays in the passing game. You right. know, I think he's going to – listen, I think eventually he will be cut. I'm not even going to talk about practice squad and all that. But it's going to be a tough one for Judge. The kid has played well this camp, you know? Yeah. Did, did Mac or uh, Victor do anything last night? Just curious. Yeah, I mean, Victor almost had a sliding catch. Yeah. Um, a miscommunication once. Uh, Dylan, same thing. A couple yeah. of miscommunications on routes. Looked like he didn't break out of a route quick enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and who was the other one? Oh, Mac had a catch. Yeah, know. I was just curious if the, so, the, the free agents yeah. we were, or you were high Nobody's, on or we were high on. Yeah, yeah, nobody stood out. Nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Last night, you know, um, they're going to have a chance Thursday, you know. So, Mm -hmm. to me right now, it's Coleman, David Sills, and we'll see who gets that sixth spot you okay. know and then you're going to look at practice squad and all that i mean there's going to be guys at the practice squad for sure you know from this group you know so, so uh i know thomas you, you mentioned struggled how did the rest of the line look not too good man <laughs> i was hoping you'd say oh you they were fine <laughs> uh, look you i mean i had honesty a baby we're not homers here honesty uh, look fleming gave up the one sack at you know at times they gave him you know, at times they gave him, you know, at t- uh, excuse me, they gave him time at times, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but are you, one guy wrecked, wrecked him, you know. Yeah. Now, obviously, this is a scrimmage. Mm-hmm. So if Andrew Thomas is playing against the Steelers, they're going to give him help, right? If he's yep. getting beat up early, they're going to get him a tight end. I would hope they're going to get him, a, not, not pull a Sherman, leave him out there by himself for 60 minutes, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you know, I, I, would, I would expect different things Garrett's going to do. Uh, you expect tight end help, you know, and all that. And that's, you know, that w- that's what good coaching was doing. I, I have my faith in Garrett to do that, okay? Mm-hmm. But you can't. I can't look at that offensive line. Listen, I was happy with Gates, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everything's going pretty good with him. So Lemieux up. had a good block, too. Lemieux had the good block on Goldman. Goldman. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, we'll get into Wayne a little yeah. bit. That's the next okay? thing I was going to do is running back, yep. Yeah, um, but no. Overall, was I happy with the offensive line? No, no. They blocked. They ran block, run block, uh, well at times. I'll give mm. you that. But you know, Jones was under a lot of pressure, man. He was mm. under a lot of pressure, so it's not a positive sign. I mean, you know, you're not playing the, uh, you know, some twenty sack team the first week. You're playing a team in the Steelers that is one hundred percent healthy. <laughs> you know, that are coming back with the same personnel as last year. Yeah. You know, except for Hargrave, who's over in Philadelphia now. They replaced him with Chris Wormley. But they they got, you know, they got everybody back. And it's going to be, Jerry, it's going to be quite a challenge, you know? Chris, you know what slows down the pass rush? What? Sc- screen pass. Yeah, well, you're going to, you know, listen, you're going to see that. And, you know, you, I expect to see that. They've been working on a lot of that, <laughs> you know. Um, Garrett loves that in his offense. And, um but let's talk about a couple of positives, Jerry. Yeah, I was going to get to the running backs because one guy that we both thought that was on the outs and you were pretty clear about it mm-hmm. was Gallman. And now you're like, that's out the window. He's looked really good. Yeah, listen, he's had some good practices. Don't yeah. get me wrong. He's had some practices like, ah, you know, drop some balls in the flat and all that. Um, so I'm like, you know, Javon Leak has come on the last week, you know. Yeah. And I look at this kid. Kid's got a ton of talent, you know. Yeah. Um, um, so I'm like, well, you know, who's going to get that spot? You know, is Gallman in trouble here? You know, is he on a bubble like, you know? Well, that's all out the window now. Okay? Yeah. Uh, he's kicked it up in practice. Um, I, I have been telling you the kid's playing with a chip. He yeah. felt he got wrong last year by Sherma. That's a fact. Yep. Okay? Um, and you look at that run last night. So you, you slow it down. They show it over and over up in the, up in the um <clears throat> In the broad, uh, up in the media booth, up in the press box, 
And you look at it and say, okay, was it a scrimmage 43-yard touchdown run where, you know, guys could have got in and stopped them? Or was it like a legit 43-yard run? Yeah. And it was a legit 43-yard run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been a 43-yard run in the game. Yeah, good. You know, So that was key. Uh, to me, that was key. Yep. You know, that was like, okay, well, that's good. Gallman also had a touchdown reception, right? Yeah. Who, from Cooper Rush. Yeah, saw that, yep. Uh, who, who I thought led a nice drive. The touchdown drive, right? Good. You don't agree? No, I didn't see it. I'm listening oh, to you. Oh, Jerry, I'm sorry, man. Oh, my God. I'm, oh, I'm shot. I'm sorry. Yes. Well, Cooper Rush had a nice... You do read the tweets, though, do you I not? do. Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. So, Cooper Rush led a nice touchdown drive. Uh, he rolled to his right, and he had some nice throws. He led, you know, uh, you know, he led the yeah. offense uh, you know, down the field, and he had a nice roll to the right, and he hit Gallman in the end zone for a touchdown. And it was even more surprising because you said he hadn't looked good in camp. It was the guy. Yeah, that wasn't impressive at all in camp, yeah, but he came right. out when the lights were on. I guess we could sort of say, right? Yeah, right. And he looked good. Good. So I was happy to, with that, you know. Uh, but I, you know, I do believe Tanny will win that third spot. Of course. If, if there is a third spot. Of course he will. <laughs> uh, and Colt McCoy, you know, he will be the backup. He looked good too. Yeah. He ran the offense pretty well, you know. Uh, he's a legit. Listen, he's a legit NFL backup, right? Yeah. He's got a resume. We know what he brings. And he's the type of guy you want on the roster just in case something happens to Jones. At least you have a legit quarterback that could come in and do some things, not a, a tomato that you know you're done, you know? <laughs> which I, you know, which we talked about in the offseason how important that is to a team, you know? Yeah, yep. All right, buddy. Anything well, else Deion, you want to tell you? One last thing. Yeah, I was going to say anything you want to touch on before. Deion, Deion yeah. Lewis, another guy you can see how important he's going to be in this offense. A lot of targets out of the backfield last night, running the ball pretty well. Um, and he's just going to bring a lot. He, he's pretty good in pass protection. All right? Yep. Something that Barkley struggles in. Yep. All right? He's pretty good in that third down pass protection if you need him. You know? Yeah. If he's out there. So uh, he was, a, you know, he got a lot of quality reps last night. He was targeted. Um, he's going to bring a lot to this offense. He's going to help this offense too. Excellent. Darius Slayton, a nice, like a, like a, like a nice twenty yard or fifteen yard deep, you know, in nice yep. connection with Daniel Jones last night on the only drive that they only scoring drive that they had. Yeah. Um, Graham Gano too, right? Look good. Graham Gano, special teams wise, Riley Dixon punted well. Graham Gano's leg was strong. Yeah. Both field goals he he hit, he connected on, and he put the ball in the end zone on kickoffs, which is a good right. That's a good. That's what you want to do. Yep. Um, so that's a positive. Right, that that good old looks good, and he looks good in practices too, man. The leg looks strong, so that's a positive. Uh, that's let's face it, that was a question mark, you know, when he signed them. Who knows what this guy's going to bring, and and so far he looks good. Now there's going to be another scrimmage next Thursday, right? Yes, I just we just found out that's this. What you said, yeah. Kind of okay. expected that was going to be the practice is going to be a little bit eased. Uh, there was a judge was going to ease up a bit, you know, going into now getting into a season mode. I don't know how the practice is going to be. We'll see. We'll find out when I get there. But there is going to be a blue-white scrimmage again at MetLife next Thursday in the afternoon. Good stuff, buddy. You are listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris Bizignano and Jerry Foley, available on a host of platforms, including but not limited to iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts now. We've switched over from Google Play, thank God, someone told us, and a host of other platforms as well. Uh, before we get started on the questions, Chris, ETC3 at Dickie Clark 3 reached out to me, reached out to us via instant message and said, Hey, Jerry and Chris, thank you again for your outstanding coverage of the Giants, especially during the pandemic. I was wondering if you could be able to shout out to my best friend, Connell Chabron, and I hope I'm saying that right, good Irishman, who was a diehard Giant Insider fan along with a season ticket holder. Connell, unfortunately, had to push back his wedding a year, but I know even a little shout out from the giant insider will brighten his day. He's been a religious listener for the last two years and a true member of the buffoon crew. Thank you again for all the laughs and coverage throughout the current pandemic and keeping us going. Sundays are giant days. Good stuff, buddy. Thank you. I sent a picture of him wearing his uh, Jerry listen shirt. <laughs> giant insider <laughs> podcast. So absolutely, man. And uh, wedding advice elope because um, you know what, dude, I, I know you're probably disappointed you had to push it out of here, but weddings themselves are nothing but headaches. Go ahead and elope. Wow. Get it done. There you go. That's wow, my advice. Man, are you really going to taint this guy's <laughs> wedding? No, I'm just giving him advice. What the hell? You just told the guy to elope. 
I did. You know, you and him, him and his lady What's just next? You run to Vegas. To Vegas with Elvis. There it is. As a witness. Yep. Do it. Be better off. The headache of the wedding. Look on the bright side. I know you're bummed. I'm just joking, Connell. But um, half joking. You should elope. It looks there like. You go. Looks like. I'm reading it now. It looks like Chabrun, right? That's the way I you think so. I, I, I probably butchered it. Chabrun. Uh, I'm just reading it now. I think that's the way you pronounce it. Anyway, he, uh, congratulations, yeah. my man. Um, enjoy your wedding day next year. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, half uh, of this podcast host member here um, is a very negative dude. Um, enjoy it, even though you got to push it back. Uh, I don't suggest the eloping. <laughs> Uh, to elope to some, uh, you know, uh, you know, chapel and uh, like, like the Hangover or something like that, like the movie <laughs> The Hangover. Um, but no, all kidding aside. Uh, thanks for the support, my man. Enjoy your wedding next year. Before you know, it'll be here. And congratulations to you and your bride, who we don't know. Yes, we'll get through this, bud. All right, uh, let's let's start with the mecca of NYG with no preseason. Do you see Judge using the first four weeks? As quasi preseason with different personnel, we can't talk about personnel groupings. <laughs> I don't even want to comment on it. Next question. Thanks for all the updates, Chris. All right, you got it. <laughs> Sorry. We're jumping to the next question. Hunt for five. Do you blame the offensive line struggles on the lack of practice due to all the changes with the pandemic? And can you get more into pair? Also, Chris, you could not have been more right about the lack of preseason games being an issue. Guys getting hurt left and right. So his first question, do you blame the O-line struggles on the lack of practice due to all the changes with the pandemic. Um, listen, there's a new there's new guys up front, man, and it's going to be a process. No, no doubt about it. Um, I, this is why I hated no preseason games. I would like to have seen him get some snaps, but Judge and the coaches are doing their best in practice. Uh, can I blame it on the pandemic? Yeah, I guess so in a way because there's no preseason games and guys like Thomas and Pert Lemieux they could have used the live snaps against another team, you know. Yeah. So, listen, new first-year head coaches, uh, uh, new-look offensive lines, they're mm. going to struggle in September, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're going to struggle in September, and you might see that with the Giants. Now, you, you saw it a little bit last night, a lot of it last night, and um, you might see it in September, man. You know, it's just the first three games, you know, you got guys that could get after it. You know, the Steelers, you got Mac in week two, and then you got Bolsa and those guys in week three. So it'll be quite a challenge, man. He said, can you get more into Pert as well? Yeah, listen, I, I've been praising Pert the whole camp. He struggled at times last night. He didn't pick up a stunt. One time got beat on another play. But he sh- listen, he, he's, he is showing that he belongs here at this level. Yeah. Okay? And he's going to be one of the rotation guys. Uh, coming, you know what I mean? He's going to be one of those guys coming off the sideline on Sunday afternoons if somebody gets hurt. Chris, next question comes from someone who is an editor at the Wall Street Journal. So we are the uh, the Wall Street Journal. Yes. Brian Fitzgerald follows us and is a religious listener. Thank you, Brian. The editor of the Wall, an editor at the Wall Street Journal listens to two buffoons talking about the Giants, dude. Only in America, buddy. huh? Good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Taking into account everything up until this point. What do you see as the Giants' biggest strength, biggest weakness, and biggest improvement on the field compared to last year? Keep up the great work. Hashtag Buffoon Crew. Bonus question. Could Chris handle Parcells as his editor? Hmm. Could Chris handle Parcells as his editor? Yeah, I don't know why he would say editor. I guess if it's um, that, instead of me, would, could you handle Parcells as the oh, editor? Oh, well, well, Brian, that would be like a Sims-Parcells relationship. He'd be yelling yeah. at me. I'll be yelling back at him. <laughs> right. And then we'd both be loving each other, but we would have our battles if Parcells started with his – because he's a wise guy from Jersey. I'm a wise guy from New York. Yeah. You know, and we'd be going at it as far as that. But could we handle him? Yeah, as long as – listen, Parcells let you know where he was at, right? Yeah. Yep. So that's all that matters, so I wouldn't have a problem. As far as – listen – What's his strengths, weaknesses? The biggest strength, weakness, and improvement. I, you know what, Brian? Let's let's see, man. I, I hate to give anything until until you know until the lights go on against the Steelers, man. You know, yeah. I I hate to say, well, this is a real strength, and then they and they and that and that position group looks horrific against the Steelers. You know. Well, I guess the the, the one well, improvement you're seeing is defensive is, is, is line. Zoe Carter. Yeah, listen, defensive line is yeah. a strength. Yeah. Okay. No question. Defensive lines is strength with those guys up front. Good. Because Lawrence in his second year. Uh, listen, Leonard Williams does a lot of good things. I know people, uh, he shouldn't have got the money. Yeah, we know that. But he still does a lot of good things. He's still a good football player. All right? 
Yeah. And Dalvin Thompson is a good football player. Um, uh, so that's a that's a pretty good strength. The offensive line is to be determined. Okay. Um, obviously, the running, I think our running game is a strength. Obviously, with Saquon, we all know that. And I think we got some guys behind him that are going to do some things. So Yeah. Good stuff, buddy. Chris at 5'6", G-Men64. Keep up the great work, guys. Here's my question. Thank you, Chris. Uh, who is the best Giants safety during your time as a Giants fan slash insider? By the way, Carl Banks' birthday's today, so don't forget it. Uh, who was the best Giants safety, free and strong, during your time as a Giants fan slash insider? Mm. I mean, as a fan during my time, I, I don't know how you don't say Antrell Roll was the best Giants safety over the last mm. 25 years. Um, I mean, yeah. he, he, he fixed the secondary. I mean, remember C.C. Brown and how bad it was. You know, that 2011 team, for me, it was Manning, JPP, and then it was Antrell Roll. Um, but one of my favorite Giants safeties was Greg Jackson. I loved him. I thought he was a great safety. Very underrated. So, but, uh, yeah. So, yeah, because it hasn't been a position for the Giants that have had pro bowlers, right? No, it's like Emlyn Tunnell and Jimmy Patton were the two last good ones. <laughs> and that was way before I was done. Yeah, man. right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, it's a shame, Jerry, is that Kenny Phillips probably would have been our, our favorite of all oh, time if he would have stayed healthy, right? Mo monster, yep. Uh, but Antro rolls up there. Yeah, like you said, Greg Jackson was a solid player for us, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and listen, it's not, it hasn't been a position. Listen, and I, I mean, I, you know, it's funny that guy asked that question, but that could turn around now, man. Yes. I mean, you look at this McKinney guy. Yeah. And you look at even a Peppers. Let's see what he develops into this year. And love. You know? See where he goes. Uh, love. Let's see. What, so, you know, you look at McKinney. I think he, if McKinney stays healthy, and what I'm seeing, you ask that question 15 years from now, and, and uh, who's your And I think a lot of Giant fans are going to go, yeah, X-Man. You know, X-Man yeah, yeah. you know? Kennard was a good one, too. I don't want to leave him out. Kennard was a solid one, yep. Um, all right. Danny B at 68. Danny B. Good question, Chris, by the way. If six receivers were to make the active roster, the bottom half of the group seems really close following yesterday's game. Which three have shown the most on offense and special teams to be in the lead at this point? Go Giants. Hashtag Buffoon Crew. So, I guess Golden Tate, uh, Darius Slayton, and um, Sterling Shepard are top three. Who, who, can you, you want to predict the bottom three? Yeah, well, know? we just got into that. You know, yeah. we, we talked about it for a while there. So, you know, you look at Corey Coleman. I, yeah. I think the kid Sills is in the spot right now. Yeah. yeah. And then the six is going to be a battle, man. Uh, yeah, know, right, right. That's that the six spot is going to be, know. you know, uh, the, the look at Victor Mack, you know, um, uh, Alec Bachman, you know, Alex Bachman, you know, he got a special teams look last night. You know, who steps up at special teams, man? You know, because yeah. that would have been Cody Core spot, you know? Right. So who steps up at special teams? Yeah. So. Johnny Paraselli chiming in. Hey, guys, curious about Caden Smith and what to expect out of him this year. Do you see him being a major part of the offense or is it mainly going to be Ingram? Can you comment well, on gonna, that? Or? He's going to be part of the offense, no okay. question. He, he, he's shown some things in camp. Well, you saw from last year, you're going to see some things this year. <laughs> I'm laughing. Ingram, listen, if Ingram's healthy, we all know, you know, who's running seams and he's who's going to be more, you know, part of the offense. That we know, right? But Caden Smith, Johnny, will be part of this offense. No question about it. I'm going to ask you a very annoying question because it's one that's going to come up if the Giants don't start off well. Just Gill at I am the real Gill. I know it's too early to panic, and there are many positives, but how long can the Giants wait on Daniel Jones if he doesn't develop as expected? How long will they wait? Yeah. Um, another year. Yeah, oh, that's it. Well, you think, think you did, if you're going Trevor Lawrence way, I don't know. No, they're not going to get that. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that. I'm just no, suggesting that. No, not you. I'm saying if that, question, yeah. if that guy asking the question is thinking about, well, will they, will, if they finish really bad and have a shot at long, no. Well, how long would they wait? Another year. Yeah. Three years. Yeah, that's it. I agree. Um, old school Giants. For those who are really bummed about how bad Jones and the offensive line looked during the scrimmage, please talk us off the ledge. Hashtag buffoon crew. It's just a scrimmage. You know, you got to give it time. Right? Yep. What can you do? Yep. That's not that's not really a, a motivational speech, old school Giants. But I mean, you just think you have to take it for what it is. It's the first scrimmage. You know, you know? what that sounded like just just now out of you? That <laughs> sounded like some guy going to the electric chair. And you said it's just an electric chair. It's not 
<laughs> no, listen. Guys improve. Let them get more reps against, you know, net uh, in the scrimmage. Let them get more reps in practice. Yeah. You know, once the game start, you know, Cameron Fleming, you know, he, he's not going to embarrass himself out there. Thomas is going to improve, hopefully. So um, if they don't, then we're in big trouble. Sound New York with always great questions at G-Man Fan. It seems Leak has caught everyone's attention and Gallman's also showing he can still play. Do you think they could keep all four plus uh, the fullback Elijah Penny? Great job on the coverage, Chris. I always hope to hear your question on the interviews. Hashtag buffoon crew. Could they keep four running backs and Penny? I think so. I don't. I, well, listen, this is the first time now we're dealing with Joe Judge and his 53, right? Yeah. So we like Sherman used to throw some that's wrinkles and I didn't expect. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, is Judge going to keep five running backs? Uh, you know, it, it's it's not like, you know, you're talking four running backs and a, and a fullback, really, and Penny. Yeah. I don't see that. But we don't know exactly what Judge is going to do. You know, we don't we don't have a feel what his like. How many tight ends is he going to keep? Remember yeah. when Sherman kept five tight ends, and we were like, "Is this guy on crack?" <laughs> yes, we did ask that question. Remember, yeah. like, who the hell keeps five tight ends? We were like stunned by that. Remember, the, fir- remember the first camp where he cut everyone? Yeah, and made now, his cuts, and then he started cut, signing and cutting more, and we were like, "What the hell are we doing?" Yeah, I mean, it was some roster fifty three moves. We were like, "Whoa!" Now it's going to be interesting next Saturday. When they trimmed the roster down, right, to the 53. Oh, was it 55 game day? But it's 53, whatever the heck it is. You, I think you're allowed to activate 55 this year, right, on game day? Yeah. And But it's a 53 roster. You could bring two over, right, whatever. And you're like – so it's going to be interesting to see what – because do you remember with Shermer, some of their last cuts, the final cuts, we were like, what? Remember? Yeah. I, I, it, was, know, it, was, it was – especially his first camp. We were like, what? Yeah. The hell yeah. is he doing? There was some kid. I was like, is he looking at the same guy I'm looking at? And they right. turned out to have pretty good years for other teams, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and so let's see what Judge and has any real surprises where I'm curious to see when his final cuts. If I, if I'm like, I guess we'll do the final 53 this week, Jerry. We'll give it a shot, right? We'll yeah, put why it on not? Twitter. Yeah, we'll put it on Twitter or, or yeah. on the website, right? Yeah, we'll give it a shot. You know, as usual. Uh, you know, we'll we'll both be way off as usual. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> be way I'll be Actually, thirty. I'll be thirty. You were way better than me last year with the 53, I remember. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what Judge sees, any, like, surprise cuts, you know? Chris, as long as it's not picks for the week, I'm pretty good at it. Like, the draft um, or or Final 53, I'm I'm okay. If it's anything money depends on it, stay the hell away from me, guys. Go to Chris. Right. (laughs) So, um, but, you know, it's going to be interesting if any surprise cuts and and how many guys he keeps at certain positions, like tight ends. Yeah. If he running back, does he keep the six receivers? Is it six? How many offensive linemen? Will it be nine? Will it be ten? You know, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. We're not going to really know until it comes out because this is our first go-around with Judge. Joey Z at Molten Century 81. With no preseason games this year, we see how much harder it is for teams to evaluate rosters and the need for different competition. If you could choose the amount of preseason games every year going forward, how many would it be? Hashtag buffoon crew. I think two is enough, but I don't know. I mean, what do you think, Chris? I'm with you, man. I'm with yeah, you. Two, right? I, I think two is if they cut it down to two, I'm fine with that. I thought it was ridiculous that they didn't make it at least uh, one this year. I really yeah. do. But yeah. I understand the times. I understand they didn't want teams traveling the whole day. I, I get it. I just wish they would have did one. Uh, and on the, and the other side of that, I think four is ridiculous. Uh, right. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, to me, two was fine. You know, I, I was kind of hoping that even the Jets would have just came in from Florham Park and had a, yep. had, a, had a preseason game, you know? Right, yep. But it didn't happen. They didn't want anything to do with that. I don't blame the league. Listen, in these times, I, I get it, you know? Um, so two would be fine with me. Yeah, I would. And that's what they're looking at, right? Three next year or something? And and then maybe down to two in a couple of years after that? Yeah. Right? Is, it, is that what they were talking about, three next year? Yeah. With the CBA yeah. and all that? Okay. Yep. Lisa at So Bad Six. Hey guys, how's Pert looking? Blah blah blah. Ah, Lisa, we kind of answered that. I'm so I just like to give you a shout out, Lisa. Even if you ask a question that we talked about, um, she was on a she was on a um, that pizza kick in Brooklyn this week. That place, Spumoni Gardens. She was talking yeah, about that. She put it, man. And man. I said I've I've had that. It's awesome. Man, to... it's, uh, that, man, and I look good. It still look good, huh? Lisa yeah. said it's still good. Yeah. yeah. I used to live. I used to live in that place. Holy crap! You know what? She did ask. A, here's a good question from her though. What's the chance he plays this year? 
Like, like, I, like, I, like I said, Lisa, I expect him to come off the sideline. So if somebody gets injured, I expect him to play. I also said, we talked about earlier in another podcast, that uh, if the Giants are having a bad season, record-wise and all that, I expect him, look for him to get reps over Fleming at right tackle you know, during the course of the season. You understand what I'm saying? Like when, if they're three, you know, if they're three and nine, you know, whatever. It's, it's that it's going into December, the season's you know, yeah, done. Um, let's get this kid some look. Let's get this kid some reps. You know what I mean? That's that's what I expect to see. Kyle Gagan, uh, buffoon blue, giant Roddy Piper. We kind of answered those questions already. Matthew Bonifazi, same thing, or Boniface? <laughs> I think it's Bonifazi. I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. Um, my, Brian Poras, oh, with his hashtag Go Duke, are the Giants making progress in getting Saquon to be a better pass protector? Hashtag No Walking in the Rain this year. Well, they're working on it. They're working uh, with him, big time in camp. Yeah, on his pass pro. We'll find out September fourteenth. Here we go. Another question from Buffoon Blue. I asked this one. Did the scrimmage go as you expected, Chris, or did it raise more or less questions for the upcoming season? Love the pod. Who asked that? Buffoon Blue. Well, uh, I got to be honest with you, Buffoon Blue. <laughs> I was sitting in the press box last night, and all I was saying to myself is, what the Steelers are going to destroy this offensive line? <laughs> we don't sugarcoat it here, folks. Uh, listen, I'm hoping to be wrong. Um, listen, teams improve, guys improve. You know, there's a whole different schemes when the real games start. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But I'm just telling you what I was thinking. Last, when I was watching Lorenzo Carter, and I said, I think I put it on Twitter, he now has four sacks, five sacks, whatever the hell it was, right? Yeah. And and, and I just saw one guy destroying an mm -hmm. offensive line. I got to be honest with you. I was, like I just said, I was sitting in the booth going, what the F is TJ Watt, Bud Dupree, Bush, Vance Williams, uh, uh, Cameron Hayward. What are they going to do to these guys? Draw, draw play, <laughs> screen, draw play. I'm. That's you know. But listen, that it was, it was just a scrimmage with a vanilla offense and all that. I get it. So, uh, but I'm being honest. That's <laughs> watching that first half last night, so-called first half. That's what I was thinking about. We'll go a few more brunch pilled at USSR underscore zero zero zero. Are you more impressed by the defense or more worried about the offense, Chris? Oh, listen, I'm not going to be a lot of you. Okay. Yeah, I'm worried right. about the offensive line. Yeah. yeah. I was worried about the pressure last night. I, I was, you know. Yeah. Uh, I was worried that Jones put a ball on the turf. Yeah. On the, on the flip side, yeah, listen, I liked what some of the guys on defense were doing. No doubt about it. I liked the defensive line, like I said. I liked Lowe's, Lowe Carter, what he's going to bring to the table. You know, I liked what Kyler Frackerell did so, a little bit last night. You know, we didn't even see Martinez. He's out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the secondary, uh, listen, secondary is going to be an issue, man. It's going to be an issue. And two guys like Ballantyne and Donnie Holmes show it in a regular season games. You know, right now, it's a huge, huge question mark. Funny question from Greg Haywood. I've never played American football, but given the current crisis in the secondary, how soon can I expect a call? Uh, more questions about Thomas. I mean, oh, here we go. Here's the first one I see. Jason Ford at JJ Ford 07. Hey, fellas, with McKinney going down, will the Giants look at Earl Thomas? No. No, no way, right? No shot. Then I look at a Logan Ryan, and then I got to look at Earl Thomas. <clears throat> there you go. I mean, uh, listen, Earl Thomas has other issues going on, and I don't think the Giants want to bring that in here. Yeah. I'm going through these now. Um, a lot of the, again, dude, a lot of the ones that we've kind of answered already. Oh, okay. Um, John Osler at John Oz 21. As a beat reporter and fan, respectively, what do you guys miss about traditional preseason games? Hashtag Chris capitalize your name on Zoom. I don't know what that, I don't know. Maybe you don't capitalize your name and he sees it. I have no idea. What? I, I don't know. It says Chris capitalize your name on Zoom. Maybe he's looking at the wrong thing. I have no idea what he's talking about. But as a beat reporter and fan, what do you guys miss about traditional preseason games? Yeah, John, uh, watching them. <laughs> I mean, I missed the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that, bud. 
love your yeah. love your questions usually, but yeah, I just miss I miss the whole thing. I miss looking at this and evaluating firsthand who I think should make the team. And um, you know, Chris does an awesome job, and he's you're one of what like I don't know. Seems like nine people that are there every day. So yeah, I, I just miss watching these games. That's all. Yeah, I miss watching the young guys. Yeah, you know, the draft yeah. picks. The undrafted free agents, you know, and, and live action. That's what I do. I miss that. Yeah. Uh, you know what? A lot of the same questions about the O-line. Uh, some personnel groupings I'm not asking. Um, all right, here we go. One more. Madi Othman at Madi underscore Swayze. Tough loss with McKinney. Who do you see guys playing next to Peppers, Golden Dome, or Love? Or maybe bring someone in from a free agency. Amazing how... That young secondary is now looking so thin. Love you guys both and look forward to the great podcast each week. Hashtag Buffoon Crew. Thanks. No, it's it's going to be love. I mean, I don't know if... I mean, Chris, let's put out this scenario. If the Giants struggle on the outside or in the slot, does love automatically go over there? Or is it they just kind of next nah, man it's up? Gonna be, it's going to be... Listen, it's going to be different coverages for okay. different teams, different yeah. formations. You know, okay. it's not just going to be like, okay, love's going to play slot. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be different things. Yep. It's, it's going to, you'll see love at times in a slot. You'll see love in, you know, back playing half for half, you know, yep. half field, you know, deep safety, all that stuff. So you'll see all that stuff. All right, buddy. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. All right, guys. We, uh, we printed Sunday night. It was a, uh, supersized issue, 32 pages. So, uh, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download The Giant Insider app. Chris, great job as always, man. Thank you for all the tweets. Thanks for the coverage and all seriousness. As a fan uh, and not someone even associated with The Giant Insider, um, your tweets are incredible. So thank you, buddy. Oh, thank you, man. I'm glad you enjoy it. I'm glad everybody enjoys it. All right, guys. We'll be back next week. Um, we got to figure out what day, but uh, we'll be back during the week next week. And remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.